that time, L.A. had two of everything. They had two baseball teams, two NFL teams, two NBA teams, and, of course, UCLA and USC, you know. So there's, there, there, there's something. There, there's a game almost every weekend in this town. Hello and welcome to Here in L.A., View Park Edition. Today we talk with Kevin Reese. Kevin is a veteran photographer who has shot all the stars in football, baseball, basketball, and hockey. He's even uh, shot uh, the UCLA and USC teams for getting on 25 years. He lives on top of a hill in South LA that many call the Black Beverly Hills. Kevin was a passenger of mine on an Uber trip, and just after a few minutes of talking with him, I knew he would be great for this podcast, and thankfully he agreed to be on it, and being originally from the East Coast, he tipped his driver. So let's welcome Kevin Reese. We're here with Kevin Reese, uh, talking about View Park. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Tony. Thank you for making the trek all the way out here to Hollywood in, I think it's 104 degrees heat today. <laughs> it felt like it <laughs> Yeah, on the way over. Yeah. Is View Park cooler or hotter? No, 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 no imaginary. No, I mean, because as you remember, I live on top of a hill. So, uh, no, I, I don't see a difference in it at all. No, ocean breeze. no, no, I will say this where I'm located. There's always a breeze up there. There's always a breeze, okay? In the middle of February, there's a breeze up there. In the middle of August, there's a breeze up there. So uh, that, that, that can be pretty good, actually. On a hot day like today, do you have the AC running or do you have the windows with a nice draft? What's going on? Uh, we try to keep the air conditioning to a minimum, I mean, beside the fact with these rolling blackouts and they're, they're asking, the city is asking you not to run your, I don't think that applies on a Saturday or Sunday though, but um, my wife keeps complaining about the power bill, <laughs> so. Oh, does she? Yeah, yeah, so. Um, is she the one that usually wants the AC on or do you? I prefer it on, you know, uh, <laughs> I, I, I do. I, I mean, you know, cause I grew up in a house that had none. So, um, back east so i like to i like it to walk into a house that's cool yeah right okay so kevin when you say back east you're from new york that's correct i'm from brooklyn bed brooklyn bed do or die <laughs> okay then yeah and you moved to la when uh in november of 1986 86 okay so when you saw do the right thing was that just a love letter back from home for you? <laughs> do the right. Oh, uh, you know, because that was Bed Stuy. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, it was a little further over, but uh-huh. uh, he didn't shoot that in Bed Stuy. I know exactly where he shot it, uh-huh. but it wasn't Bed Stuy. It it reminded me a lot of the block I grew up on. Yes, Italian pizzeria. Uh, no. Well, later on in the later years, no, 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 not what was it? Tony's? What was it? Uh, what, what, yeah. Uh, what's yeah. It? Sal, Sal, Sal's famous. Sal's famous. Yeah, no, they we didn't have one of those until later on. Uh huh. But um, uh, the role that, what was that? Uh, the role that Ruby D played, Mama's sister. Right, Mama's sister. Right. Uh, we had one of those on my block. 
Where she sat in the window and she knew everybody. Yeah, she yeah she was this old crazy lady. And we also had a, a Demaya. Uh, her husband played that, <laughs> right. Ozzy Davis. Yeah. And yeah, because we used to have this drunk on the block. Yeah. You know, all of us kids grew up born right about the same time. And so it was it was a beautiful block to, you know, it, it, I heard this on the radio the other day about how society is so much different now. And parents cared about other kids, you know, not only their kids, but they cared about the kids. And 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 if you got out of line, all they had to say, yeah, I know your mama. <laughs> I know your daddy. And I'm going to go over and ring the bell right now. And then. <laughs> what brought you to L.A.? I hate to admit it, but my 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 best childhood friend had moved out here a couple of years earlier, and I made three trips before I moved here. Okay, and the very first time I ever stepped foot in the state of California was I think it was two weeks after the L.A. Olympics uh, in '84. Mm-hmm. So what? That's what? That's late August of '84. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, and I always say, keep in mind, like I always, I have to preface this, that I was young. Uh, I, I did not have any children. I was not married. I didn't even have a car in my name. But to answer your question, uh, long legs and short skirts. Hey, now. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. I don't think there's any shame in that. No, no I, I, I know. They've written songs about California girls, I hear. I had no shame about it. In fact, I, I've often felt that it was the best thing I ever did. Was moving out here? Yes. Uh, I had lived at the same address my whole life until I moved here. Oh. Okay. And did you move to View Park when you first moved out here? No, no. I was in Culver City. Uh, actually, Inglewood, we were there for like three but three, but two, three months, and then we got the apartment in Culver City, and we were there for about a year and a half, and then me and my buddy moved back to Inglewood, and that that's pretty much the sequence. Uh, Inglewood, eighty eight, eighty nine. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we were on Cent- We were really at the corner Sentinella and La Brea. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had one of those uh, nine twenty five Sentinella. How about that? Yeah. And uh, we had like the split level apartment and uh, two single guys. I don't, I, you could fill in the blanks. <laughs> did you ever go to, uh, did you ever go over to uh, Marina Del Rey and go to Aunt Kizzy's? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Doolin. Uh, Adolph Doolin. That's right. And I forget his wife's name, but. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace, Mr. Doolin. Well, his son's got a restaurant on Crenshaw. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Manchester. Right. I was hemming and hawing about moving out here because my buddy was begging me to move out here. Childhood, like I said, childhood friend. And he said, he says to me, you know, he, cause type, he kept taking me all these clubs and meeting all these pretty girls. And, <laughs> and, and one night he goes, he says, uh, I know what you like. I know what you like. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, Doug, okay, yeah, 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 all right, whatever, man, whatever. I said, hey, right, come on, let's go. We're going to this restaurant. And so we go to this restaurant, and there was this hostess there. And 
He says, uh, he walks up and says, uh, hey, Pamela, I want you to meet my friend Kevin. Kevin, this is Pamela. <laughs> oh my goodness, you know, and I was like, uh, you know, and like, I really, I was stunned. Yeah. I was stunned. And, and, he, and he was just standing there looking like, mm hmm. <laughs> Doug was right. <laughs> I know what you like. <laughs> <laughs> and it uh, turns out I started dating her. How about that? Yeah. For, so you got the courage to ask her out right there? Pretty much. Well, not that night, but we, we Doug set up where her and her girlfriend, we went on, a, we, we met at a club o, uh, over in Santa Monica or something like that, if mm -hmm. I remember correctly, or Santa Monica Boulevard. Mm hmm. Up in Hollywood, mm -mm. and we all hit it off, and and uh, she was a part time at the time. She was a part time model and dietitian. I think she's still a dietitian to this day. Uh, but I was just I was. It, 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 what's really interesting about it? She was from Brooklyn. She was from and went to the school that my mother worked at. PS 137 on Saratoga Avenue. I was like, that, you know, that was unbelievable coincidence. But Which yeah. probably helped in the early. Yeah, part of yeah, yeah. And she, she remembered. She remembered my mom. My wow. mom, my mom was the head lunch lady at PS 137. How about that? Yeah. What I'm interested in you is is you've taken a lot of sports photography yes, in LA. Sir. Yes, sir. Uh, are we talking all the sports? Baseball, I, football, I was basketball? At, I was at UCLA and USC yesterday. Where, oh, the first game. Yes. Where was that? Was that uh, it? It was in an oven better known as the Rose Bowl <laughs> yesterday and uh, a, a, a slightly lower temperature oven better known as the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum yesterday. Yeah. I saw some photos from there, not from you, but it didn't seem like it, there was a lot of people out no, there. No, there wasn't. No. Okay. Well, I, I, did, I expected that mm -hmm. because uh, if UCLA had 8,000 there, I'd be surprised. But that's to be expected, a, 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 an 11.30 start, it would have been better if it was 7.30 in the right. evening, but, uh, which is typical for UCLA. But, um, and it was just brutally hot. Now, somebody, mm -hmm. they didn't have a temperature, they didn't have a, a, a gauge on the field, but I, somebody later tapped me on the shoulder and said it was like 115 on that field wow. yesterday. So, uh, again, I've done those before. Yeah. Um, I knew what I was, I knew what I was facing, uh, and, and I, it really didn't, deter me you know so did I'm, you have shorts on then yesterday oh god yes okay oh god yes yeah oh yeah and but, they have access to a lot of water and stuff right oh yeah 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 they okay. have they, they have a they have we have our own we have a room for us uh, almost every venue really across america frankly uh they have photo rooms now photo work rooms okay yeah. and it's dedicated to us with of course wi-fi and most of the time, meals and drinks and so on and so forth, okay. especially yesterday. Yeah, they right. had a whole a refrigerator. They take care of you. Yeah. So in a, in a, at a football game, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm looking at a uh, 75 to 300, mm -hmm. which is a little, about the size of my hand in length. 
Do you have these super long ones that need its own tripod? Like yes. Super- well, I, I don't use a tripod. I use a monopod. It's called a monopod. Yes. Because that's easier to, to walk around with, Correct. right? And you're not allowed to use a tripod on a sideline. Because you make it because, injured? Because, yeah. And you might hurt the player. Uh, yeah, and it, you can't, nine times out of ten, if you set up a tripod, you're not going to move it. Oh. So it's not meant to be moved. So they want the photo press people to constantly be in motion. Uh, you don't have to be. You don't have to be. But uh, you have to be prepared to move at a split second. Right. Yes. What's, uh, what's one of your favorite places to set up? Um, let's say it's... Um, Let's let's say it's uh, first and twenty in the red zone. Do you go into the end zone right uh, away? I, I, I split it up. Okay, sometimes it depends on what I'm looking for. You're right. If they're in the red zone in the twenty, then I might stay on the sideline and try to look for reaction of a quarterback and reaction of the player that scored. So where'd you get your first real good break in photography out here in L.A.? I would say that I, my first real break was in New York. And, mm-hmm. and, then I, and then I kind of brought it out here. You know, I was already involved with magazines and, oh. and uh, doing some work for AP, which I still do some work for AP now. And at that time, L.A. had two of everything. They had two NHL teams. Well, they had one NHL team. And and they had two baseball teams, two NFL teams, two NBA teams, mm-hmm. and of course UCLA and USC. You know, so yeah. there's there, there, there's something there, there's a game almost every weekend in this town. Right. At least I would say forty two weekends because it was fifty two weekends in a year, right? So it's, at least I would say forty two weekends a year. And so that means there's work for you. Yeah. Every weekend there's work for you. Yeah. Uh, if I choose to, yeah. Uh, back in the 80s and 90s, did you have your own darkroom? No, not here in L.A. I've never had my own darkroom. Uh, here in L.A., uh, they're long gone out of business now, but there used to be this place where you could rent darkroom space. Well, here's what I would do. Uh, even into the 2000s, before I bought my first digital camera, I, fought, I bought my first digital camera in 2004, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2003, 2004. And, um, but prior to that, I was doing film for decades and I would process my film at home and then I would rent darkroom space out in Santa Monica. There was a place out in Santa Monica on uh, Broadway, about two blocks up from the promenade. Did you enjoy the darkroom experience? I miss it. Really? Very much so. Um, because that's, that was the hook for me. That was the hook. God rest his soul, my, my high school photography teacher who was my mentor, that was the hook. And I, I, I feel sorry for some of the young folks now that don't have the experience of what we used to call, now we call it, uh, wet photography. The hook was, on the back of my photos, it used to say, photography by Kevin Reese. And that's what it was. Because I took the photo, I processed the film, I went in the dark room and I printed that photo. Unless it was color and slide film, and that's a whole different story. But to watch that fo- photo come up in front of your eyes, 
there was there was nothing like that. It's the latent image. So when digital happened, you were disappointed. You didn't feel that hooked. Digital has got a lot of pluses, a lot of a lot of pluses, uh, and it's got a lot of minuses too. Oh, tell me some of the minuses. The main one I call it the big D. Uh, delete. You you've accidentally deleted good shots. Oh yes. Oh. In fact, I. Recently, recently, probably about two months ago, deleted a whole folder of images that I should not have. Oh. And, and I had to purchase one of those uh, uh, file recovery programs. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I could make a long story short, I couldn't find them. Oh, no. Yeah. So they're, that's, see, that's my problem with it. That's one of my problems with digital photography. I can show you a negative that was taken in 1922, 100 years ago, <laughs> and it's still still the negative and it's still the print, you know? Yeah. Like where where are the where are these what server or what where <laughs> what what is 100 years from now if I'm dead and gone, yeah. where are these photos going to be, you know? So, I that that's my main issue with digital. Right. Uh how often are you looking at the back of your camera at a football game like yesterday to see the only, you know, you know, in the business we call it chipping. Okay. Okay. And a lot of guys do that. Uh, I personally, and I, I can get into a lot of different things about that, but the only time I do that is to see if it's in focus. Okay. That's the only time I do it. Be- again, because you're moving around a lot. Yeah. Your your subjects are far away. And moving fast as hell. They're moving. <laughs> You want to be able to capture some of that speed. Right. Um, and I know how to do that. That's not the problem. The problem is just trying to frame it properly and, and hope that a ref's ass is not in the photos <laughs> and just trying to catch it uh, because it's all, in my, in, my, in my opinion, sports photography is all about luck and angles. All mm-hmm. about luck and angles. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if you're lucky... You didn't get the ref's ass, or the guy was coming your way, and but but that's because you were at that angle, you know. So it all kind of, you know. Thirty years into the business, though, you have, I assume, learned where to position yourself. Certainly, and you love the game, mm-hmm. so you know what's going to happen. Are you are you good about predicting which direction the coach is probably going to be running? Well, yeah, you just you just use two words: predicting and hoping Uh and that's what it comes down to a lot yeah um you're kind of guessing you know uh okay let's say a second and nine okay and you're thinking okay well he's probably what he's got is he's on second down so maybe he'll pass the ball and then they run you know and so (laughs) you know you guessed wrong you know so uh and again, it's a guessing game, and and also I have a thing that I do, and I've been able to catch some. I, 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 I'm gonna give away a little secret here with my sports photography, but um, if I see a quarterback going back to pass, now nine times out of ten, if that quarterback has dropped back three, four, five steps, he's gonna pass that ball. When I see that going on, when I see it, I'm going to leave him and I'm going to find somebody streaking down. Because somebody's streaking downfield. Sometimes you catch them, sometimes you don't. But if you do, it tends to be a good photo. You know, 
it's a good photo if they catch the ball. And I can't count how many times, <laughs> you know, the, the defensive back makes a really good play yeah. at the last second. And, like, what do you got? You just got a, a ball flying up in the air. Does AP or these other services want a good defensive SWAT? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they want all type of images. They okay, want, good. They want all type of images. I mean, I mean, you know, and action is not the only thing they want. I heard in sports for AP, the ball has to be in the frame. Uh, it helps, but again, they want more than action. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, they want action, reaction. They want coaches' reactions. Mm-hmm. They want headshots of the guys uh, sitting down. Oh, yeah, they want that for, for file photos, maybe. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and also. I've been over the years. Now, this is before I started working for AP. I have a collection of stadium photos throughout the country that I've been to. Every stadium I've been to over the years, I've taken a photograph. And when I say a photograph, the exterior and the interior. Mm -hmm. And I learned that a long, long, long time ago. Right. Long time ago. In fact, I've got a whole series of photos of stadiums that have been demolished. Mm -hmm. No longer there. Yep. You know, uh, Chicago Stadium is one of them. Ah, rest in peace. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I have a whole, they, they want that kind of stuff too. Right. You know, and sometimes they even want fans. Mm-hmm. You know, especially the ones that are goofy with the face paint and the whole. The black hole. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't remind me of that. You loved Raiders fans when they were here. No, maybe you did. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I'm not a Raider fan, you know, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, no, not at all. I used to work for Topps Trading Cards. Get out of here. No, I'm here. <laughs> I worked for them for like 10 years. I love baseball card photography. What I like about it is some of the pictures are just so hokey and ridiculous. It's obvious that they were in spring training um, and they posed for the photographer. But then, of course, the best pictures are either the gimmicky pictures where somebody wrote on the... Yeah, yeah. I think the, that was... Uh, uh, Billy Ripken. Billy Ripken. Cal Ripken's his brother, right? That's right. Right. Yeah. I think, uh, I think, I think well, some, my, my 99% of the photos I took for them were action. You went to Dodger Stadium or Anaheim Stadium. I, I went all over the place. Did you really? I, I used to do NFL games for them, NBA games for them. They would fly you around the country? Oh, yeah. Do you collect baseball cards, football cards? I No. No, <laughs> I, 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 I collect the ones that had my photos on them. Right. But other than that, no, I, I have other I, I collect other things. Yeah. OK, so they would fly you around and and you're thinking, OK, this is going to be on a card. So what goes through your mind about card photography as opposed to newspaper or magazine? I didn't I didn't think uh it was going to be on a card. I, I, what I was always thinking about, I had to. Sh- they would give me a hit, what we used to call a hit list. Mm-hmm. And what I was always thinking about, okay, I got to get this guy, I got to get this guy. And I was more concerned about that than anything else. About not getting him. Yeah. They would, they would call you a week later. Hey, man, you didn't get this guy, man. Oh, did they, you know, the, uh, 
the manager called this guy in and he pitched in the eighth inning. Where's the photos? You know, so that happened got, a few times. Oh yeah, and it, it, it got to a point where because some guy had left, some guy I think it was in New York. The guy had left. Uh, I think it was a Giants game at halftime. And and so then they put in a rule that you had to take a photo of the scoreboard and you couldn't leave that game until uh, inside of one minute of the end of the game. Yes. To prove that you hadn't just showed up. Right. It had to be in your take. OK, yeah. I can live with that. Yeah. Well, Did you have no, a problem with you, that? You could live with. Yeah, because nine times out of ten. You had a. Uh, seven or eight o'clock flight back to LA Oh, and Denver was really hard because Denver's airport is what I think is 18 miles from downtown. Mm -hmm. So you had to, had to, you know, hustle back and uh, it, that made it difficult. But Okay. So for baseball for tops, are you sitting in the well next to the dugout? I still am. Okay. And so if it's a pitcher, that's a clean shot, right? Mm -hmm. It should be easy to get that guy. Yeah. Yeah. What are you what are you looking for with pitchers? Are you trying to keep the ball in the hand shot? Are you looking for reactions? What are you I'm looking trying, for? I'm trying to look for uh, quite a few things. I'm trying to look for baseball. For me, I've gotten a lot better with it. But for the longest time, I had a hard time with baseball because it, I know that sounds weird. But baseball, you really have to be extremely patient. For the action. When it does happen, it happens very fast. So, you, you again, you, you know what you're looking for. You know how to time it out. Okay, but you've got this super long lens yes, in, in, in that well. Yes. How, what, what, what's that one called? Uh, it's a 200 to 600 zoom lens, yes. So, Mookie, yeah. the, he, he runs. Mm -hmm. You don't know where the ball is going to go. Are you using autofocus? Is that the thing? Oh, of course, yes. Okay, so autofocus is your friend. Yes. But, but still... But didn't start out like that. But, but sometimes ahead. it might focus on the ad on the wall instead of the, the main, um, right? With, with, with the cameras that I have, uh, I, I just recently, re about two years ago, I switched over to Sony. Oh. Okay. And for years, for the long time, I was Canon. Yeah. Long time. Uh, for decades. And I just recently switched over to Sony. It was the best thing I ever did. How about that? Best thing I ever did. How many shots do you take at a at a baseball game? A thousand? Uh, yeah, uh, I've been known to come home. I the, the the one to answer your question is is probably an NFL game. I've been known to come home with two thousand twenty five hundred. Some, some that 20, that's a lot for, for yeah twenty five hundred, and that's on two cards on two separate cameras. You're, you're carrying two cameras at the same time. Some guys carry three. You carry one for closer shots and one yes. for longer shots? Yes. And you have one card on each, and that's it? That's correct. And throughout the game, you're, you're checking to make sure that the card's not corrupted? I never checked You've that. never had a problem? No. God. I never checked that. Are you a religious man? Uh, somewhat. The Lord's looking out for you. <laughs> somewhat. I'm going to show you this Andrew McCutcheon. Uh, 2021 baseball card. It's my favorite baseball card from that year. When he was in Pittsburgh? Uh, Philly. Philly. Okay. Uh, it might have been 2020. I'm not real sure. Yeah. We're in. Uh, I'm surprised they did that because they back in the days when I shot for them, they wouldn't run something. They like wouldn't that. allow that. No. Okay. This is a super super short print, which they have. So they have your regular card. If you if you're 
an all-star, maybe they'll have a short print, yeah. which will increase the value of that card because there's fewer. Uh -huh. This particular one, the reason that uh, Kevin is saying they wouldn't have run this is uh, Andrew's got really cool aviator sunglasses on, yeah, like yeah. Joe that, Biden that's sunglasses. Right there, yeah. He's got, uh, it looks like a do rag on. Yeah, that was another reason. Underneath why. his, uh, underneath his hat, his braids are coming through the do rag. His yeah. hat's up a little bit, and he's holding two cups. Well, it's it's one cup with another cup uh, in it. So some people do that for hot coffee. Some rappers do that because they've got cough syrup in there. The Sizrip. Kevin, you're familiar with the Sizrip. <laughs> no, he's not. No, he's not. It's a way to hallucinate while you're drinking cough syrup. So that's another reason I would not. Well, have first of all, I only take cough syrup if I have a cough. I mean, and I don't drink coffee. Right. Yeah. It's the kids these days. They got to get high off of something. Yeah. And that's how they do it. Well, there's so anyhow, pl there's so plenty to get high on. This yeah. card is super rare, but it's also super cool. Wouldn't you agree that this is a cool? Yeah. Show? But again, like I, you got to keep in mind that I, Tony, I haven't worked for Top since probably 2005. When I worked for them, they would never have run a card like that, especially the do rag, because I was I was told not to take any specifically NFL because back then it was only NFL players that were doing that. Yeah, and I was told no do rags. Right. So you wouldn't even submitted this picture. Well, it wasn't no. It, it, it wasn't even about submit. For tops, do you have selects? Do you say these are the hundred pictures? Well, first of all, when I worked for tops, they provided the film. And you had to send your whole take. Oh. So you didn't edit anything. Great. Yeah. They, no. It's easy. But the film days. Right. But that when we went digital, that, that changed a little bit. <laughs> let's, let's talk about the Showtime Lakers. Mm -hmm. You got to photograph Magic Johnson and Kareem. Yes. At the forum. Yes. During all the, like, yes. probably the most exciting basketball team ever. You could say that. Would you? Yeah, I mean, it, it was it was special when you, when you walked in there, um, and you knew you knew that it, it, it just like it just like with Kobe. I knew taking pictures of Kobe. I knew I was covering something special. You know, same same kind of thing. You knew from his rookie year. No, because his rookie year, he didn't get any playing time. Dell Harris didn't like him. But uh, but when he did get in the game, yeah, he jumped out the gym. And that was in the forum. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, in fact, I think it was Eddie Jones was in front of him, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, But you knew when he got in the game, yeah, it, it, you could see that this, this kid was going to be something special. Yeah. Yeah. Now, just like you, I'm a fan of uh, – beautiful women was it distracting to have the laker girls right next to you <laughs> yeah well i tried to talk to a few of them but <laughs> yeah, I, yeah you talk about spin your wheels man <laughs> talk about spinning your wheels but um your lines didn't work on them nah. <laughs> no no okay tell us though tell us about the atmosphere of the fabulous form during the showtime lakers was you know, it what we imagined it was i only you know what's interesting i always remember i only got what was it the form club i think i remember mm -hmm. correctly i only got in there one time one time all those years because they wouldn't let the media in there yeah 
even though I had a media credential. Because it wasn't for you. Yeah, no, I got in there one time. Yeah. And, and that's what I remember most about that. But, but, but. And no. what was it like? Yeah, it was crowded that night. It was crowded. Yeah, yeah. And, and famous and people everywhere. Famous, a few, but but th- th- those same famous people would, would be sitting down on the floor, you know. So I had pictures of them, and um, and the thing I remember most about the forum was, it you know it was built in the, in 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 the mid '60s. I think it opened in '67 or '68. Is I think it it, it mm-hmm. opened. And 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 it had no luxury box. It still right. doesn't. Right. No, it was it was special. I mean, it yeah. really was. You felt the energy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh for sure. To your point about no um, luxury seats, I kind of look at that as like one of the the last great NBA places mm-hmm. that was about the the game and the fans. Yes. And that's it. Not about the rich and poor. No, but well, about I mean, the fans. Yeah, you're right. Let's let's talk about your neighborhood. Okay. View Park. Yes. View Park is interestingly set up in that you're really close to the jungles Mm -hmm. which is not necessarily the best part of town Mm -hmm. on the west the southwest side but then on the opposite side of view park is uh is that baldwin hills yes which is the black beverly hills Mm mm-hmm well, yeah, the ones it, was called the Black Beverly. Yeah, Hills. yeah. Well, technically, technically, where I live is considered the Black Beverly Hills. Oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. View but, Park is the Black Beverly. Yeah, Hills. Yeah, or Windsor Hills, which they like to call it now. Okay, so View Park is Windsor Hills part of View Park, or is that uh, just as another far as name? I'm concerned, it's all the same. Okay. Um, yeah, and like I tell people, if you're gonna send something to me, just put Los Angeles, California. Yeah. Don't don't be tripping so it, you know. The bougie people call it Windsor Hills. Yes. If you're keeping it real, you say L.A. I don't put. I don't ever put down Windsor Hills ever. <laughs> what about your wife? Nah, I, I'm sure she puts L.A. Okay. I, yeah, I'm not sure, yeah. I, nothing in my house comes <laughs> unless it's you know been automatically generated. Yeah. I, I get some of those that'll say Windsor Hills, but 90 percent of the mail that I get. Los Angeles. But if you're selling your house, you call it Windsor Hills. I guess so. Because you're trying to front. Yeah, I, I guess so. Tell us uh, some of the best parts about View Park. Um, it, it, well, it's historic, first of all. You know, uh, some of those homes, in fact, the home that we're in uh, was built, like, right after World War II. Built in the late 40s. In fact, I think most of those houses on that block were built in the late four. That whole little section there, mm-hmm. um, and I guess the rest of them were built in the fifties and sixties because you can see that. And um, you're at the top of a hill, and 
it, it, sometimes it's hard getting up there, but um, and sometimes the recept the the uh, Wi-Fi is not all that great up there. Sometimes we have trouble with Wi-Fi up there, mm. and I'm sure they're trying to. Uh, Spectrum was, was out there the other day trying to work on that, but it seems like they're out there every six months. Yeah, working on it. Um, but it's is you know we we talked about that earlier. Gentrification is has definitely worked its way into my, my block and all around there, you know. And again, I I've said many times I can't blame them. You know, I I I, I wouldn't want to have to fight that five coming in from Orange County to work or. <laughs> Or uh, the 101 coming from uh, Calabasas or wherever, you yeah. know, or, uh, or I, I can't blame them. You know, you want a quality of life and spend some time with your kids. If you wanted to drive to, the be- uh, to Venice Beach, how long would it normally take you from your house? Depending on the time of day. Right. Uh, I'm guessing 20 minutes. Yeah, 20 minutes, half an hour, no more than that. I go down there all the time. I take my bike down and I go riding all the time. But I'm saying that to me, that's the best part. Yeah. Is is you've got this incredible view. It's a very diverse neighborhood. And you're sneaky close to the beach. Uh, and also very close to LAX. Incredibly close. Do you hear the planes? Yes. But you don't. You get over that? Yeah. When you're tired at night, you can sleep, you know. On the 4th of July, do you see fireworks? Oh, yeah. All around? Oh, yeah. Okay, the jungles, for those of you who don't know, in Training Day, the Denzel Washington yes. movie, um, that's kind of the most dramatic, one of the most dramatic scenes as he goes to this scary neighborhood. Yeah. And that is, as you go down your, your hill to the, is that the Crenshaw Mall? It's on Crenshaw uh, it's, and King. It's, 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 yeah, it's, it's, actually, it's called Baldwin Hills Mall. The Baldwin Hills, yeah. Hills Mall. Uh, but it's on Crenshaw, yes. Crenshaw and King. Yes. Do you shop there? I have. Do you not go to the movies? Much. Yeah, the movies I there? have. Not recently. Was that was that one of the Magic Johnson theaters back in the day? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it, it, the first when it first was yeah. put there it was a Magic Johnson. And now it's like Cinemark or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I I used to go to movies down. There. In fact, I used to take my son down there all the time. Yeah. Is this one of the theaters where the black folks would talk to the screen? <laughs> I guess so. I mean, I just I don't really pay attention to that, you know. But sometimes they're funny. Yeah, I, 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 you know, yeah. In fact, I remember going down to the film festival down there. Me and my <laughs> wife. Yeah, uh, African American. I have a friend that is involved in that. Yeah. And um, in fact, she was the chairman of it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And um, but but to be honest with you, I probably haven't been down there in about ten years. Because it's 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 not a great place to be right now. No, I yeah, but you know, and but I used to go down to the mall all the time. Yeah, yeah, I used to shop down at that mall for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I used to go down there all the time. Yeah. Uh, are you a soul food fan? Oh God, yes. Did you go to M and M's when it was on uh, Crenshaw and King on the Kitty Corners of that mall? I don't remember M and M's, but I used to the one, the one next to the Louisiana Fried Chicken. Okay, the one now you want to talk about soul food places that I still broke my heart. Yeah, the split was uh, Stevie's on the Strip. Oh, he had two locations. Right, Crenshaw and Jefferson. Yep, which is now what a, a Verizon, whatever the f it is. <laughs> I, anytime I look at that building, I cry. 
Yeah, I, it used to be Verizon. I think it's. I think even that shut down. Yeah, yeah probably across yeah. from that big church. Yeah, yeah, it's a big mega church. I never forget. But Stevie's was also on uh, Florence, I believe. Yeah, I, 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 I used to inhale their fried chicken. Yes, and I never forget one night. And I first, I think I was first dating my wife. I think I was first dating her, and she did, she is not about. She is not about what my dad used to call greasy spoons. Oh. <laughs> That's what my dad used to call it, greasy spoons. And I remember I took her in there one night. And I ordered the food, and I wanted to sit there and eat it. <laughs> and she's like, I'm not sitting here. I'm not sitting. No, we're going to go. You're going to go. And I said, no, no, I want to eat this here now. Yeah. And so we sat there, and she said, I, I, don't ever order me any food. I don't want any food out of this place really? <laughs> ever. Yeah, no. She liked, but don't be, get me wrong. She likes soul food, but, yeah. but not, as she put it, I don't want to smell the grease. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that's how she put it. I don't want to This is why it. you didn't go to M&M's. Yeah. You, you're met with grease as you walk through that yeah, door. You know. So does she prefer stuff I eat? The, the healthy soul food place in Inglewood? Well, there's a, there's quite a few of those, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, there's a healthy, I think it's Japanese food. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm, I've been addicted to that place. So, you know, I, I, I don't eat that soul food heavy, heavy, you know. My dad used to eat chitlins and yeah. like, oh, my God. You know? Pig's feet, oxtails. Oh. Yeah, no. I, uh, is no. there good places to eat in View Park, or is it only residential? I, I wouldn't call it View Park, but right down there. View Park is all residential. Okay, that's but what I'm asking. You, but when you come down out of those hills... Yes. Yeah, there's quite a few nice places. Yeah. On uh, on Crenshaw? Yeah. Do you, ever, do you ever go to Mr. Jim's? Can't Take, s- it takes no teeth to eat Mr. Jim's beef. No, I... <laughs> no, I, I can't say I've been there, but... Uh, but I but I've been to Doolin's a couple of times. Yes. Oh, Crenshaw. So fried chicken is what you order. Oh uh, yeah, I, yeah. What I, what are your sides? Uh, I I tend to be. I figure I got to eat something green, <laughs> so I, <laughs> collard greens yep. and probably mac and cheese. Okay. For breakfast, are you a grits fan? I love grits, but I don't eat them nearly as much as I used to or want to. Is there, do you know of a good place to get grits near you? Uh, you can count them on your hand. Right. Uh, the place on uh, Manchester, no, on Sentinella mm-hmm. in Inglewood. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I can't think of the name of these restaurants. The Serving Spoon? Serving Spoon. There you go. I was there a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, the coffee company. I don't know if you're familiar with no. that coffee company, but that's not in our area. That's over by that's in Westchester, technically. Right. Uh, we know the owner. We got to know the owner, and uh, that's a real. In fact, I guarantee they probably got customers there right now. <laughs> in the heat. Yes, because uh, he 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 has to turn away people on a Saturday or Sunday morning. That's Saturday or Sunday morning. If you walk up there, that is a minimum forty-five hour, wow. forty-five minute wait. Minimum. Wow. Minimum. Half hour for sure.
Okay, let's wrap up with your favorite photo that you've taken. Do you have a favorite? Well, I always like to say I haven't taken it yet. <laughs> but I like that. Uh, you might be surprised when I say this. Uh-huh. Well, I have a lot of sports ones. Mm-hmm. But my, the favorite I have of, of my son when he was younger. Oh, wasn't I, expecting that. Yeah, yeah. What's your son's name? Kyle. Kyle. Yes. He works for the Dodgers. What does he do? He sells you tickets. He does not. Yeah. <laughs> You're right, because if you don't buy a season <laughs> ticket, he didn't. <laughs> He's a season ticket uh, sales yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so how old is Kyle in the photo that you love? Approximately. Six or seven. So he's a little boy. And what's he doing in this picture? You know where Treasure Island is? In Vegas? No. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's good. That's good. Why, yes, I do. No. (laughs) Treasure Island? San Francisco. Oh, yes. Yes, I do. It's it's, uh, the The Bay Bridge. The island in between. Right. Right. I've had good times there. Good. Damn, there's only a army base and 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 some houses on there, right? I, I knew a girl in the Navy. Okay. All right. okay. <laughs> I know there's a base on there. There's a, I have a, in fact, I have it on my wall. Uh-huh. Uh, where you come all the way down, you come all the way down, and you can see the whole bay. Yeah. The whole... The whole uh, San Francisco Bay. San Francisco Bay, right. Mm-hmm. I have a shot of him. Looking from behind, I sh- it shot from behind, and he's looking at the whole bed. You don't see his eyes, but he's it's it's a photo of him from behind, and it's different. It's yeah. different, and it's a great shot. I, I I cherish that photograph. I've had one of my favorite f- sports photos. Again, I look for reaction more than action. Okay, and I've had photos on the cover of Sports Illustrated. What? And one, Kevin. Of, and one of them was a reaction photo. Yeah, 08. I think it was 08. Yeah. Do you get a bonus for being on the cover? Because uh, that's Walter East Jr. <laughs> well, territory. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's good. You know Walter. <laughs> I, I, I know Walter. Do you? Yeah, I know Walter. Um, I know because as a child, that this is the, my first subscription ever. I had it too. Yeah. yeah I had it for years. I had it. And, and I cherished them. Yeah. Uh, Every page. Out, but, but the, the, I, what is that? The, the 19th hole on the back where they yeah, would show I, you up and comers? Yeah. I, I loved I, it all. I, I had it for years. Um, so, what's the picture of you, uh, th- that you took on the, for the uh, cover? LaDainian Tomlinson reacting to a touchdown that the Chargers had scored. He does not have a helmet on, and all he's doing is just clapping. Wow. Okay. I've also had a photo. Well, hold on. When you took that picture, did you think it was spectacular? No, I was just looking for a reaction. Right. And I saw him. So I was like, okay, boom. And so why did they, why do you, what was the story that went along with that? Was he retiring? Was no, he? no, no. He, no, he was in the middle of his career with the Chargers. So. I mean, he only played for two teams, right? Yeah. Right. So, no, I saw him and I was like, so, lit so him I- up. So SI was going to do a feature on no, him? No, or decided that's not, to do that's a not f- how it works. Uh-huh. Um, no. Uh, first of all, that photograph was sold through an agency. Okay. I work, I, I, to this day, I still work with about five or six agencies, and it was sold through an agency. Mm-hmm. And I guess for their upcoming NFL preview, they chose that photo. Oh, okay. Got it. 
How did you learn that it was going to be on the cover? That, that, now, that's an interesting story because I had no idea. My buddy called me and he says, yo, Kev, uh, you know your photo's on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Get out of here. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about, John? Get out. Yo, man, don't be yanking my chain, bro. Yeah. Yo, Kev, I'm serious. There's a heart attack. Your photo's on the cover. You didn't know, Kevin? I'm like, no, I didn't know that. He's go to a newsstand. And lo and behold, I went to a newsstand. And there it was. In fact, I have a photo of the newsstand. <laughs> okay. And there it was. I have that on my desk at home. Yeah. And, and that, yeah, by, by the way, that's not the only photo I had to go on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Look at you. Yeah. Tell me the other one. Uh, same thing, probably about two years later. It was a pre college preview. I think it was a USC player. I think it was a USC player. Yeah. And, and I've also had a photo on the cover of uh, a Wheaties box. What? Yeah. Who? Marcus S Allen. Really? When he was with the Chiefs. OJ's best friend. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about when he was with the Chiefs, though. But right. Yeah. Well, I mean, everybody's got to make a few bucks when they're when they're And, glory again, days and that's right. the same thing. It was sold through an agency. Mm hmm. So uh, but it was on. I have it. I have the Wheaties. You box. still have the, the Wheaties box. Yes. I have a photo. I have a photo of the Wheaties box. So. Is it bittersweet when you when you sell it to the agency and they end up? No, no, not at all. Because the the way the business is now, I probably would never have been able to reach out to that company. And uh, you know, my photos show up in Germany and Australia and Japan, and 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 you know, I get my statements. And there's no way you could deal with somebody 18 hours away from you. Right. You know, I, I remember I was dealing with somebody in London. The problem is, is that, yeah, they're going to take their cut. Right. You know. But you're saying they deserve their cut. Yeah. I mean, they marketed the image. And I, no, I, I no, I, I would not have been able to sell a photograph in, 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 in Australia on my own. Right. No. OK. Do you have a little celebration when you get on the cover of Sports Illustrator? You get a Wheaties <laughs> box? You take your wife out to a nice dinner? Well, yeah. I, if I remember correctly, I think we did. Um, <laughs> I think we did go out to dinner. Like I said, my at the time, my son was seven or eight at the time. I uh -huh. think. Yeah. And so I think we went out to dinner. And, and like I said, I still... And, and I, by the way, and I was also featured in Ebony Magazine. Okay, that's fine. But what about Jet? <laughs> Jet! <laughs> All I cared about was the girl in the middle every month. That's right. right? Yeah. That's right. Uh, Why, how, can, how can they not have Jet anymore? That thing was so well, little. a lot of periodicals that are. But, but it couldn't cost anything to make. Probably not. It was so little. Yeah. And that girl wasn't getting paid anything. You know, you know, I, you know what's really interesting about that? I'm, to this day, I'm still. You, remember the Fifth Dimension? course okay did you know that lamont mckelmore was the photographer for most of those i did not yeah hmm you know who i'm talking about lamont mckelmore i don't think so he was one of the fifth was still well he's still i think they still perform he was one of the fifth dimension he's, he was the real tall light-skinned okay, guy yeah in the fifth dimension yeah most of those were his photos he was still living here and he, in fact he lived he had a studio i went over to his house many times he was living in in in, in Sino. yeah 
and he would set up there and he would have the models come through there and, and he would set up the shoot. For those of you who don't know, it's little tiny, could fit inside your hand. Yeah. Everybody had it in their bathroom because perfect bathroom yeah. reading. I should Super- read them at the barber shop. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. While, you're, while you're waiting for your turn, right? Yes. Yeah, because it's just short reading, always entertaining, always timely. Um, and then a cute girl, black and white photo. Of the cute girl. Well, in those days, yeah, but later on... Did it go to color later? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's usually a girl in a bikini. Yeah. Hot as you know what. Yeah. Yeah, there was no no half-step in there. Okay, let's finish with this then. Yes. A lot of people say, I love L.A., but I could never raise kids here. You've clearly raised a a son here who's... who's... Well, keep in mind, my my wife was born and raised here. Uh Uh-huh. So, uh... I always say I'm like Gilligan. I'm marooned. <laughs> you know, but you like it here. Yeah, I do. I, I, I always kid. I, 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 I say to them, it begins at the home. And that was from day one. Mm-hmm. We didn't put up with any dis- To this day, he doesn't disrespect. A small piece of advice. We install a rule. Uh, no TV or video games Monday through Thursday. What? Yeah. None. No. Nope. But then we had to give in a little bit because by 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 the time he got to Loyola, certainly in junior and senior years, he had to go online yeah. to to get certain. So TV and video games included the computer, Correct. the internet. Correct. Correct. So so you put an yeah. asterisk on that for schoolwork. Yeah, we shut it down. Wow. In fact, we hide the controllers, uh, and there was no ifs ands or buts about it. Because TV and video games distracted you from your schoolwork. And we wanted to establish that discipline early on. Well, my wife is a teacher, so that's mm-hmm. a whole different... She's still in education to this day. Yeah. So she knows how that mindset works, that age level. What if there's a playoff game on Tuesday night? Like we're, we're, you know, you know, in those occasions, we did let him watch a Laker playoff game. Okay. You know, I remember watching the the 04, the Derek Fisher 04 shot. Yes. I remember all three of us watching that in San Antonio, if I remember correctly. So if it's an important game. Yeah. We, 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 we can would sit make, down we, as a family. We made exceptions. Okay. Good. Yeah, we made exceptions for that. But normally, no. <laughs> no. How great was Kevin? You know who we drive to the serving spoon and eat grits with? Our Patreons. When you stoke us, you're saying, Tony, Jordan, this meal is on us. Eat what you can, take the rest to the dogs. So shout out to our Patreons, Nancy Rahman, Sean Atlow, Matt Mills, Sean Wallace, Greg and Molly, Jamie Taylor, Mark Johnson, Kira Ann, Barney Grinky, Ben Welsh, Jen Adams, Trevor Wilson, Bree Wild, Dougie Gyro, Christina Up North, Robin Carey, and our newest Patreon, Adam Shorn. Special shout out to Henry Furman, longtime champion of the annual Nicest Man in L.A. competition. Want to support us, but, uh, you know, uh, want to support this fine podcast that supports Angelinos like Kevin? Go to patreon.com slash here in L.A. and give till it hurts. Also, shout out to our Angelinos. To be an Angelino, all you have to do is PayPal us 25 bucks or more. And we will list you on the Here in L.A. website and Medium blog forever. Just PayPal your hard-earned cash to busblog at gmail.com. Want to support us, but you just spent your wad on a new air conditioning system? Holy Moses, you can still help. 
Post your favorite episode on your Facebook. You might even want to post two. Tweet something nice about this. You know, I haven't seen a good Facebook post by anybody in uh, the last little while. So, uh, who? I'll tell you what. Whoever is the first person to post a, uh, a link to this episode will get a shout-out uh, on the podcast. Hmm, how you like them apples? I do. Tell your friends how you're, how Here in L.A. is spelled, and then it's on Apple Podcasts and Google and Spotify. Here in L.A. is produced by myself, Tony Pierce, and a man who one day will be on the cover of Sports Illustrated, Jordan Katz. Editing, mixing, and music supervision by Jordan Katz. Songs by Orgone and Jordan Katz. Special thanks to Cindy for creating the logo, Jen for inspiring this, and photographers everywhere who show us the best of everything. R.I.P. Stevie's on the strip. Rip, 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 rip.